you actually are going to be recalibrating yourself all along the way to get there, putting one foot in front of the other every day in a successful learning process in order to get to a successful endpoint. We started homeschooling because we want the freedom to educate our children in the way that's best for them. We want to be the one to provide that for them. But too quickly, expectations get in the way and it starts to get overwhelming trying to make learning happen. My name is Natalie Burns and welcome to the Assured Podcast, where we talk about how to homeschool and not get burned out by it. After a decade of teaching high school in the public school system, I left my position to homeschool my own three children. Now I share the practical learning strategies you can incorporate into your homeschool teaching and tackle the underlying belief systems that have been holding you back from having a deeper connection with your child through the process. Here you will find refreshment as you embrace the personal growth that comes with homeschooling. Every child deserves a custom education. I want you to feel assured that you are equipped to be the one to provide that for them. Join us for each episode to learn how to approach your homeschool teaching from a place of easygoing confidence. Hey there, welcome back. I'm so glad that you are joining us now for episode four, season one. And we are talking about this one change that is going to ensure that you have a successful homeschool. So we are going to be unpacking what is success? What does that look like in the future? And how can I actually do something about that right now today? So if you've been following along, then you know that season one is all about not only these practical, action-oriented, quick wins, these tools for your tool belt, but they are also around this inner transformation that happens in order to make these sustainable changes and habits that come naturally and intuitively so that we're not just like doing behavior modification to try to get a win, even though that totally works and you are going to see results in your homeschool really quickly when you implement these changes. So we have so far In episode two, we talked about open-ended questions. In episode three, we looked at the multiple intelligences theory. And today, we're going to look at something called Bloom's Taxonomy. Now, this is a really amazing quick win because this tells you all about the way that your child thinks. And something that you need to know about me is that my philosophy around learning is that it's all about thinking. We can teach skills and that's great. But really, if we can teach thinking, then our children can learn skills on their own. So the most important thing that we can teach them is how to think, how to think for themselves, how to learn about how they think, which is kind of that multiple intelligences from the last episode. And also how they understand that they tend to learn again from the last episode. You got to check that one out if you haven't yet. This is so important because this will allow them then to expand their thinking and grow their thinking and reach these higher levels of thinking. So we are going to unpack these different levels of thinking right now. If you would like to follow along visually, if you have learned that you are a visual kind of thinker, then I've got a image in the description below. So this is a pyramid with the base being the largest, the widest, and then we are going to move up the pyramid to the top 
point, and that is the highest level of thinking. So what have we got foundationally here down at the bottom? We've got memorization, this remember category. So this is basically just repeating back information. And the experience that most of us had with public education is this whole Here's the information, now repeat it back to me, and did you know it or not? And that's how we're gonna judge you. So this is a really basic way of thinking. It is foundational because it is important. We do need to remember and memorize things. And then if we wanna take our thinking higher, then we can go up to the next step. So many little children can actually memorize a lot of information, really early on. And this is where you see these like super impressive videos on the internet where kids know all of the states, all of the presidents, or they know every single dinosaur name. And this is that rote memorization. The next level up then is understanding. And this is all around explaining ideas and explaining concepts. And so a really simple way that you can check for understanding when your child says something, if you're like, ah, was that memorizing or do they understand it? Is to ask them to repeat something back in their own words. So instead of just saying back something to you that you said to them earlier, then they now need to take that information and process it in their own way and communicate it in a new and different way that proves that they've connected that information and they understand it and can communicate it back. The next level up after understanding is the apply stage. And so this is the ability to use information in a new situation. So let's take an example here. We usually talk about creating structures with Lego, but really when your child is creating something with Lego, they're really applying their learning with Lego. They are actually taking these pre-made bricks and using them in a new way. They're applying this to a new situation. They're not actually creating the Lego bricks for themselves. So that's what application really looks like. The next level up after that is to analyze. And this is starting to link and connect different ideas. So one really great thing that I always encourage people to do is to link different subject areas together. Well, why not ask your child to do that job for you? Ask them how what they're learning reminds them of something else in a whole different category. So for example, if you're looking at flowers in your garden and you're looking at the different structures or heights, you can also then connect that to health studies and studies of the body and immune system by talking about which parts of the plant are used for different herbal tinctures. The next level up in thinking is all around evaluation. And to evaluate something is to support a stance with evidence. So think debate team. They have the ability now to justify and give reasoning behind why a stance is held, why they believe something. So encourage your child to build up to evaluation by encouraging them to incorporate this word because in their statements. And this is a great way for them to explain that why, because yada, yada, yada. And finally, create. The highest form of thinking is creation. And this is producing original work. So creation is the highest form of thinking and it is the most advanced way of showcasing mastery of a topic. 
One problem here, though, is that when your child creates something to show off their mastery, it may or may not be evident to you as a homeschooling mom what they actually know at these lower levels and if they actually hit these different levels of thinking all the way up. So sometimes when our children create something, we may also want to ask them to explain it verbally or to write something about it. And that's why when maybe your child creates like a clay sculpture as a way of expressing their understanding of like architecture, that we may also ask them to write down a paragraph about it or explain verbally to me all of the nuances and details of how this connects with your learning. Because sometimes it's not exactly evident, but all of these underlying levels are necessary in order to get to that creation stage. This begs the question, what stage is your child at? Because this doesn't necessarily go by grade level. It doesn't necessarily go by age. And even for your one child, they may be at different levels along this pyramid in different subject areas. So what we want to do is with whatever they are learning at the time, we want to be asking them questions to kind of get an idea of where they're at, starting at the bottom and then working your way up to see how high you can go with that topic at this point in time. Remembering that when we're checking this kind of thing, this is simply a snapshot in time, not an indicator of what they're potentially capable of of in the future. This is allowing us to see, okay, well, how can I support them with where they're at now and stretch them just a little bit to the next level up? So let's look at some examples of questions that you can ask right now today in your homeschool to kind of get an idea of where your child is at with how high they can think about something. So for example, with the remember category, you could ask some different questions such as, what does that thing mean? Or what were those three main points that you read? If you only remembered one main point from what you just saw, what would it be? For the understand category, then you can start to ask them questions like, please explain what you're thinking. Or how would you say this in your own words? How would you describe this to somebody who's brand new to this? Next, to see if your child is at the apply stage, you could ask questions more like, please draw me a picture of what this would look like. Or how would you use this information to solve this other problem? For the next level of analysis, you can ask them questions like, how does this compare to that? Or what do you wonder when you hear this? Next up for the evaluate stage, you can start asking questions like, based on your values, what is your critique of each of these viewpoints? Or if you had to justify this in front of a judge, what stance would you take and how would you argue it? And finally, to see if your child is ready for the creation stage, you can ask some questions more along the lines of, what could be developed that would make people's lives easier in this area? Or design a program, item, charity that could enhance this idea for the community. So as you can probably tell, these questions, as we go up the pyramid, they get to be a lot more complex and they require more of a complex answer from your child. You may also notice that most of these questions are open-ended questions that are really allowing them to unpack their thinking in whatever way that they are drawn to. 
as you start to look for how your child is moving up in these different higher levels of thinking, be super gracious with yourself and super gracious with them that this is one of those processes that you don't necessarily know how long it's going to take at any one given point in time. They may move up this pyramid faster in one subject area and more slowly in a different subject area. And that is okay. It also follows brain development and maturity level. This leads me now into one of those sayings you may have heard me say in other areas quite a bit. And that is that don't get trapped into the overwhelm cycle thinking that success comes by what you do in this area. So if you are pushing to get your child to move up this thinking pyramid because you think that they're going to be more successful if they can get to these higher levels of thinking and they've got to do it now. So you're going to push to make this happen and make success happen. You're going to find that that's going to lead to that resistance and fighting. You're going to feel overwhelmed and it's not going to be that relaxful, easygoing, confident homeschool that you really want to have. So Let's take a moment now to really unpack what success means and why it's such a focus in education. So I did look up the dictionary definition for success and the Oxford Dictionary describes it as achieving something that you've been wanting to do or get. And it hit me. It clicked. No wonder we as homeschooling moms are pushing to make learning happen and getting overwhelmed in the process because here we are trying to achieve a successful outcome of education for our children. We're trying to like push them up these higher levels of thinking. We're trying to get them to understand this content that we're supposed to be teaching them, improving to show like what a great homeschool they have and look, we should keep doing this. But as you know, this is not what homeschooling is about. This is not about making learning happen for our children. Only they can connect to that content for themselves. And only they can learn how they think and learn. So what we can do then is look at our definition of success and really evaluate how that shapes the way that we approach homeschooling. So let's just look at something for a second here. How do you know that you reached a successful end point? to your homeschool and to learning. Well, on the one hand, you can paint a picture for yourself of what success looks like and what you want out of your homeschool and how you and your child have a great relationship and they want to come back after they've graduated and they are so glad that they homeschooled and they want to sit with you and tell you about how everything that they've learned is now applying into their different application and day-to-day life. And all of that is wonderful. But Did they reach an endpoint to say, yay, learning was a success? No, because we actually want to create in our children a joy and a love for lifelong learning. And here you are listening to this podcast, learning some new things right now. So that means that learning doesn't actually have an end point. (laughs) So we can't reach an end successful point of learning and say, yay, I'm done for my life now. I don't need to learn anymore. What do we do then when we are trying to hit a goal that doesn't have a measurable outcome like learning. Well, we can see where we want to be. We can have, say, the goal of our children graduating 
at the end of grade 12. And that can help shape the way that you steer things and the way that you go in order to get there. And it's really interesting to me that in order to reach a successful endpoint, you actually are going to be recalibrating yourself all along the way to get there. You are actually going to be putting one foot in front of the other every day in a successful learning process in order to get to a successful endpoint. And that is what we really need to be focusing on in our homeschools is this process and the success that is happening in the day to day, because that is going to shape the way that we view the entire outcome in the end. Begin now with that end in mind. And this way, as you stay flexible and you make adjustments along the way, you know which direction you're going. While also having grace for yourself that this is the direction you're going and you're holding this now with more of an open hand. It doesn't matter exactly how it gets done. What matters is that this is the direction that you are taking your child with their learning. And this is the direction that they're learning to go in for themselves. That's why when I share with you about Bloom's taxonomy and using these different kinds of questions to draw your child to higher levels of thinking, to places that they could never have gotten to on their own, that at the same time, we don't want to get sucked back into that overwhelmed trap of thinking that we can make success happen in our homeschools because it's not about that. It's about the entire process all along the way. And that can allow us to come from this posture of this easygoing confidence. My challenge for you now is to ask some of these questions in your homeschool and find out where your child is at in a particular subject area and then to challenge them so gently to move up in their thinking in that one area and to see how that goes and see how they respond and how asking questions in this way actually draws out more meaningful conversation with your child, especially in those middle and high schooling years when they're doing a lot more work independently. Now, I mentioned in this episode all around checking for learning by using these kinds of questions to see where your child is at so that you can use this to shape how you go about your homeschool teaching tomorrow and the next day. Checking for learning is so valuable in the homeschool setting. And I would like to share so much more about this in the next episode. So if you would like to join us for that, make sure you hit that follow button and tell a friend so that they can join us too. And I'll catch you for the next one. 